Hey everybody, John Fenn here, Church Without Walls International, CWOWI.org. Hope you'll visit our website. You can sign up for my weekly thoughts, my e-newsletter. It's in that weekly teaching that comes out on Friday mornings, U.S. time or Western Hemisphere time. That's where we put our, our notices of our meetings, um, uh, you know, web meetings, Zoom meetings, in-person meetings, conferences. It's in the headers there of my weekly thoughts and the e-newsletter. We don't post things on the website because of trolls and, and people who just want to stir up problems. So uh, if you go there, sign up for our weekly thoughts, and uh, that'll be a blessing to you. All right, today talking about the spirit of fear and have you noticed how the, the spirit that's in the world has infiltrated into the body of Christ that is trying to get people stirred up in divisions and strifes and basically tribes. The spirit that's out there in the world to try to divide people into tribes that fight against one another, to identify one another by, you know, whether they're vaccinated or not, by their political party, whether what they believe about last fall's U.S. election or not. Uh, that that all is crept into the body of Christ so that you've got Christians who are ending relationships with their brothers and sisters in the Lord because they do or do not believe in the vaccine or do or do not believe in the results of the 2020 election or do or do not or do not believe thus and so. And I want to talk today about spirit of fear and this this that's creeping into the body of Christ. And if you'll receive it, it's a prophetic word, it's prophetic insight into how the Lord is allowing that to show the babies who they are, that they may repent and and return to their first love, that they may withdraw themselves from the distractions that are out there. Um, uh, and, and return to repair the relationships, to humble themselves and apologize to those that they've broken off friendships with and relationships with and unfriended, et cetera, et cetera, because of political or vaccination views or whatever the case is. God is trying to grow the body of Christ up. As, as Ephesians 4.15 says, to be no more like children who are tossed to and fro by every wave of doctrine and by the cunning slight of men, but that we may grow up into all things and be one in Christ. That's where the Lord is headed. So why not head in that direction? Now, let me explain about the spirit of fear. Fear is, um, you know, what Jesus said here. Let me write down. Jesus said this in Matthew 12, 43 through 45. When an unclean spirit has gone out of a man, he goes through dry places, seeking rest, finds it, finding none. He says, I'm going to go back to the person, to the house where I was before. So he goes and he, he takes not only himself, but he gathers seven uh, seven spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter into the guy. So the last state of the guy is worse than at the beginning. Now, there's several things here. Jesus is not making a, a doctrinal statement that er, this happens with every demon, because people sometimes will say, then, you know, what's the point of casting a demon out? I mean, if, if that was a doctrinal statement, Jesus wouldn't cast demons out because a person, if they did the thing, wrong thing, would end up worse than they, than he was before he ministered to them. So that's not, that's clearly not logical. That doesn't make sense. However, what does make sense is the principle that if a person doesn't clean up their act, if they don't repent, if they don't stay in the right way, then they could end up worse than what they were. Now, the word, the number seven was very big to first century Jewish culture. Seven is the number of completion. You know, six days God worked, the seventh day he rested, and creation was completed. Eight is the number of new beginnings. It starts a new week. Seven is the number of completion. So what Jesus is saying here within that culture is not only about how a demon will take seven more spirits, spirits more evil than himself for a total of eight, is that seven brings the number of completion and eight being total eight spirits will start a new path of destruction for that person. So he's talking about Satan having his complete work. So what are seven more evil spirits than the, than the original spirit? Well, fear is a major thing. Fear attaches itself or fear lets in confusion and strife and envy and everything else. And so what happens on on a website is this. 
is that a person gets afraid. Let's say, let's take the two prevalent examples today, the, the election of 2020 and the vaccination. Um, a, a person is afraid of what would happen if so-and-so becomes president. So therefore, because of that fear, they look for anything which will alleviate their fear of what could be because they can see intellectually what would happen uh, if such and such became president. And it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. Each, each way works that way, fear to fear. Uh, it's an equal opportunity offender. Um, with the vaccination, it's similar. Fear tends to, uh, to, to create, um, uh, confusion. And, 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 well, what happens is a person will protect their fear. So they will choose a stance. Let's say you are anti-vaccination or you're pro-vaccination. It doesn't matter. Because if you're pro-vaccination, then you're afraid of people who don't get it. And if you are anti-vaccination, then you're afraid of all the hype and all the whatever, and that's no big deal, and you lessen it. And so what happens is when a person disagrees with that person, what they're actually doing is they are protecting the fear. That person could be afraid and their confusion, they love logic, et cetera, et cetera. And they're in fear and confusion and they're, they're cutting people out of their lives who don't, don't agree with them. And so what happens is when you differ with them, what you're, you're not talking about ideas. What happens is what they perceive is you're actually attacking their fear. And it's a subconscious. It's, a, it's unconscious, uh, that they don't often realize it, that if you don't agree with them about the outcome of the election or the vaccine, whatever side of the aisle, whatever, you know, side of the shot you're on, um, you're attacking their fear and they, and fear prevents, presents all sorts of, uh, all sorts, sorts of turmoil. Um, here's a, a, a psychologist, Dr. Bruce Perry, and, and he mentions this. He says this, he says, when people are frightened, the parts of the brain that are responsible for rational thinking cease to dominate. Logical thinking is replaced by overwhelming emotions, thus favoring short-term solutions and sudden reactions. And also that seeing others panic will cause you to do the same until the numbers, especially on social media, the web, et cetera, the numbers are so great of people with similar fears that it convinces them that this is the fact, this is the truth, this is the way it is. Now, it's interesting because Hebrews 2.15, the, the author talks about how through fear of death, people are kept slave to slaves. Uh, let me write it. And deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to slavery or subject to bondage in the King James, but it's, it's slavery. Who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject. See, the fear of death is the number one spirit. It's, a, it's why people don't get in airplanes. They don't get like elevators because they're claustrophobic. They don't want to get a shot. They are afraid of what would happen if so-and-so becomes elected. Then we're off. We go into camps and, you know, put to death or the, or the shot is a tracking device or whatever the case is, it's all tied. You can all trace it back to the spirit of fear, the fear of death. So the answer for the Christian is, is number one, deal with the fear of death. The worst thing that could happen is you end up in heaven. So deal with it. Really get it down on the inside of you that the worst thing that could happen is that you'd end up in heaven. Once you deal with that fear of death, then there is no place for any other spirit. It can't go and get confusion and strife and envy. You know, James 3.15 talks about the, the, the spirit of the world is sensual, it's sense-oriented, and it leads to envy and confusion and strife and every evil work. And fear lets all those in so that people are in strife, breaking off fellowship and breaking off friendships with people instead of repenting and saying, hey, I need to walk in love. It doesn't matter what you believe about the, the election or the vaccine. We have Christ in us. Let us agree on and let us find what Christ is doing in each of us. 
Here's some other practical things about, you know, I talked about it, how fear and confusion go together. And so, so if a person's confused, if they're afraid, if they're, if they're fear of death, whatever, and you counter them, you come across, you say, I've got a different opinion. You're actually attacking their fear and they will hold on. They will protect their fear. And many probably who are listening to this and watching this are, are just coming to the realization they've been protecting their fear. They've been keeping people at arm's length because they've been protecting that spirit of fear. You need to repent of that and you need to walk in love and realize the worst thing that can happen to you is you end up in heaven. So what happens is, and what they talk about in, in, uh, in circles here about talking about fear is that logical thinking is replaced by a reaction. You lose your logic. Let me give you a for instance. One of the things that I don't think is going to affect many people, but it's out there on the web. So I don't think, you know, I'm not trying to offend anybody. But uh, there was a there's a, a an internet rumor out there that that airlines are going to refuse passengers who have been vaccinated. That's right. For a while, it was you know airlines won't allow people to fly unless they've been vaccinated. The internet rumor is airlines are not going to allow people who have been vaccinated because of fear of blood clots and everything else. And the first thing that do is is fear causes logic to cease, as the doctor pointed out, and as it's seen throughout Scripture. Fear will cause logic to cease. So the first thing you do, folks, is you pull back. Number one, to prevent this, you pull back into your rational brain. Um, you know, I wrote down a note. When you start to notice, when you notice yourself feeling nervous or afraid, immediately think back to the Lord's record in your life. Look at His record of what He's done. How he has been faithful to you always. He hasn't brought you this far to, to let you down now. So when you're confronted with fear, you pull back into your rational brain. You pull back into your logical brain and you think, hold it. Does that make sense for the airlines to refuse people who have been vaccinated because of fear of blood clots? Well, let's see. There have been for years lots of stories about people having deep vein uh, thrombosis, the blood clots that form in the legs through through sitting for long hours on an airplane and how airlines encourage people to get up and walk around. Okay, the blood clot issue, it's already cared for. Yes, it's a risk and airlines take the risk. Your the cabin is pressurized to 8,000 feet, you know, about what, two or 3,000 meters high. So people who, who have trouble at altitude might have trouble breathing. Okay, that's a risk they take, yet it's still there. Does, is it logical that airlines would refuse passengers who have been vaccinated due to risks? Hmm, no. Let's look at the numbers. Over 2.4 billion people have been vaccinated around the world, with 31 million being vaccinated daily. So is it logical that the airlines who make money by charging people money to take them from point A to point B, is it logical that they would exclude automatically the 2.4 billion people uh, from, no, it doesn't. So you pull back into your rational thinking. And when you do that, you're able to recognize the spirit of fear for what it is. And you put it down and you refuse to entertain it by refusing to go to that website, refusing to go to, to that site. You put it down. When Paul said, this, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind, that grammatically, that is not a, that is, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, spirit of love, spirit of a sound mind. You have the mind of Christ. You have God's mind in you. So connect with the peace in your spirit and stay in that. Don't allow the fear, the spirit of fear, uh, from the world to enter into your thinking where you leave rational thinking. So number one, pull back into your rational brain. Number two, 
Recognizing that fear is often the result of feeling out of control. That, that if so and so happens, if such election happens, or if I get vaccinated or whatever, I'm out of control. I'm, I, I'm giving control of my body, my life to somebody else. Deal with that fear of control. Again, you go back to the fear of death, Hebrews 2.15, who through all their lifetime, because of fear of death, were subject to slavery. I don't want to be slaves to that. Therefore, God, you're in control. I love the Cory Ten Boom who, you know, concentration camp survivor, et cetera, et cetera, noted person from the Netherlands, uh, you know, the hiding place, the whole bit. Uh, but Corey Ten Boom said, it's never wrong to trust an unknown future to a known God. You know, it's never wrong to trust an unknown future to a known God. Uh, also, number three, be aware of what triggers your fear. Um, you know, also four, recognize that fear happens when risks are unknown. It's not just fear of the unknown, it's when risks are unknown. So, you know, recognize it sabotages relationships. The way you take care of it, go back and repair the relationships. Uh, it, it sabotages the blessing God's trying to do in your life. Uh, also notice this, spirit of fear causes a reaction that is disproportionate to the risk. It, is, it, it causes a reaction that is disproportionate to the event. So if you're reacting like cutting off relationships with people who don't agree with you politically or on the vaccination, you are reacting disproportionately and you've got a spirit of fear you need to deal with. Um, so anyway, those are five, those are five helpful things here. I could go on and on. This is actually going to be a complete series that I'm going to teach in July of 2021. And, uh, but that's enough for today to understand that don't let the spirit of strife and envy and division and confusion that's out there in the world get into your life, body of Christ. Grow up in Christ and put those things away. I've given you five very practical ways to do that today. Recognize it is a spirit. And you need to, to separate yourself from that spirit. Remember what Paul told the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 3 through 5. He said, I have espoused you to Christ, but I fear lest through the subtlety that he used on Eve, you leave the simplicity of the faith that's in Christ, and you will start believing another Jesus, another spirit, another gospel. Folks, if your life has become complicated, if you have left the simplicity that is in Christ, if you lead a complicated life, like Paul said, like, a, you know, reading some of these things that Paul talked about here, um, you know, in, in Titus 3, 5, uh, and or chapter Titus 3, verses 8 and 9, avoiding foolish questions and genealogies and contentions, they, they're unprofitable, they vain. They, they, it, it is literally conspiracy, it is literally trying to figure things out, Titus 3, 8 and 9. Or 1 Timothy 1, 3 through 5, that you may teach no other doctrine, don't give heed to fables. Fables, that is stories, that is stuff on the internet. Um, the end of the commandment is love out of a pure heart. In fact, when, when Paul said in, in 2 Corinthians 11 that he said that I have espoused you to Christ, let me find that here. Uh, 2 Corinthians 11 verses 2 through 4, he says, lest your mind should be corrupted. The word corrupted means to lose your purity. Have you lost your purity? Have you lost your first love? Have you lost the simplicity of the faith? If so, repent rebuke the spirit of fear, and then shut off the door that is opening in your life that causes that. Repair the relationships, body of Christ. You need to have people in your life, the people that love, that you have spent time with, that you know, you need to not separate because of political or vaccination stance, because you're going to need them in the days to come. All right. God bless. C-W-O-W-I dot O-R-G. Hope you'll visit our website.